This is Brain Diet, episode number 124. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. We are just coming off the 4th of July, and I had such a great day. It's one of my favorite days of the year for a number of reasons. The first being the activities that usually happen on the 4th are some of my favorite, both because of the activities themselves and because of the company you do them with. I also love that it is just an all-day celebration, at least it was for us and it usually is, because we get up early, we go to a parade, and then we spend the day at my in-laws swimming and playing spike ball and Then we go late into the evening watching fireworks and the whole time I just get to be surrounded by some of my favorite people and I love days like that. I love being together playing summertime. It's so fun. In addition to that though, July 4th is the day that my husband and I got married on the beach in Maui seven years ago and so I love the fact that because it is the day we got married as well as a day we celebrate America and the Declaration of Independence, it's all the things that I love combined into one. You know, Ben, we both don't work on the fourth. And so that means that we get to spend the whole day together doing things that we love and being with those that we love. So the fourth of July is very special to me. And I hope that everyone else had a nice and safe fourth. I know some people aren't super jazzed about the fourth, and that's okay too. I just hope it was whatever day you wanted it to be. (laughs) We are talking today about exercise, movement, physical activity, and what to do in those moments or in those phases of your life where you hate it. We know generally that our bodies are meant to move. Bodies are built to move and they function more efficiently when they are experiencing regular movement. We benefit from regular and consistent physical activity. Adequate physical activity can help with a whole slew of things. A couple being our sleep quality can drastically improve when we are getting enough exercise. Cognitive function can be significantly better. We have better stress management. Our cardiovascular health can be improved when we are physically active. I think Generally speaking, most of us know to some degree that physical activity is good. I think most of us know exercise is good for the body. It helps in some way. Some of us know a little bit more than others, but I think generally we know in this day and age that physical activity is a good thing. What do we do then if we hate it? What do we do if we hate it, but ultimately want to do it more? And what I mean by that is that there might be people out there that hate exercise and really just don't care that they hate it. They don't want to. And that's fine. I'm not talking to those people because they don't have any desire to do anything different. If you hate exercising and you don't want to do it, that's just fine with me. And not that it's any of my business. However, if you hate exercising some of the time, but you do want to do it more, you think I hate this, but I feel like I should. I like it when I do. Then this is what we are talking about today. 
What I'm sharing today is for those that maybe hate it right now, but want to do it more, that want to create a more consistent routine and that want to learn to enjoy it so that they can do a little bit more. And I think that speaks to the mentality of it all that we will get into today, but that if you hate it, it makes it harder to do sometimes. Whereas when you love something, it makes it a little bit easier to do. So that's what we are covering today is how to get from point A to point B of, okay, I hate this. And then maybe one day I can love this. And that makes it easier to do. Maybe when you exercise, you hate the physical discomfort and the exertion, the feeling in your body that you experience when you exercise, maybe you hate that. So what I will ask you to do in that moment, let's say that you are exerting yourself in some way, you're feeling this physical discomfort. What are you thinking when that's happening? When you are feeling this in your body, what are you thinking about that? Like, why is it that you hate exercise? If you could identify specific and clear reasons, it can give us our jumping off point where we can see how to move forward. So ask yourself, why do I hate it? When I am moving or when I am getting ready to go move, what is it that I'm thinking? Why do I hate it so much? Whatever reason it is that you are feeling hateful towards exercise or about exercise, it's because of what you're thinking when you're doing it, or it's because of what you're thinking right before you do it. So for example, let's say that you are getting ready to go on a run and you're thinking to yourself, this is going to be too hard. If you were to think that, yeah, that wouldn't feel very good emotionally. You'd probably feel pretty crappy and feel pretty resistant to going out and going on a run because you'd be thinking this thought, oh, it's just too hard. And I mean, that's just a single example, but get really specific with yourself. What is it that I think about exercise? Maybe it's something like really explicit. I hate this so much. This is so hard. Or maybe your brain just offers excuses about it to kind of prevent you from doing it. But whatever it is, I want you to check in with yourself. What is it that you think about exercise? What is it that you're thinking right before you're going to try to exercise? Like if you get up in the morning or if you say ahead of time, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and work out and you wake up in the morning and you don't work out, I would love to know what it is that you're thinking right when you get up in the morning. Because my guess is it's probably not something like, this is going to be so good for me. I'm ready to do this, right? How you are thinking is really important when it comes to how you're going to show up around exercise. And so what I am going to offer today is a number of different tips. And where I'm going to start is I am going to offer some specific thoughts for you to try on. Meaning I'm going to offer some of these thoughts and I want you to think them and see how it feels in your body. Some of these thoughts, you might think them and just be like, oh, that's a, a lame thought. That doesn't that doesn't work for me. And if that's the case, just ditch it. But that's kind of what I mean by try on is I want you just to introduce to your mind these sentences and see if it resonates at all with you. And maybe if it does, that's the first step in creating some shift around how you feel about moving and about exercising. The first thought that I will offer you today that I would love for you to try on is I am investing in my body. When you think about investments, if you think about money, you are spending money now. You are you are giving away your money now for a potential payoff later. So in the moment now, it's not the funnest thing because you're giving away money. I mean, you're not giving it away, but you're you're taking it out of whatever your account is and putting it somewhere else for the expectation that perhaps later it will pay off. And so it's maybe uncomfortable now, you don't get anything 
super awesome in the moment that you initially invest money, there is just some effort, some discomfort you could say for a potential payoff. When it comes to exercise and the investment you are making in your body, there's actually a guaranteed payoff. So if you take the time to exercise right now, the difference between exercise and money is that with money, it's not necessarily a guaranteed payoff, but with exercise, even immediately you get better circulation, for example, you immediately get that guaranteed payoff. Oftentimes we are looking for a payoff that is more long-term when it comes to exercise. We want to exercise and then immediately lose weight. And that isn't the way that it works, unfortunately, but that's okay. Sometimes we just have to be patient and understand, just like with money, sometimes we have to wait for the ultimate desired payoff. But what I would offer you is that when you can think I'm investing in my body, that maybe that will contribute to weight loss down the road that we have to be patient for, but also there are payoffs right now, today. If you exercise today, there will be payoffs today. So what I will offer you is that as you consider this thought, I'm investing in my body and maybe down the road, there will be some more long-term payoff. What payoff am I seeing right now? When I'm investing this discomfort right now, that's not my favorite thing to do. What's the payoff that I see right now that makes it just a little bit worth it? It might be hard, but we expect it to be hard because when we are investing money, we just expect, yeah, we're going to spend a little bit more money there. We are investing in our bodies that... We want to carry us through many more years. It puts us into the forward thinking space of this is long-term. If we invest our money, then we're thinking long-term. If we needed the money right this second, we wouldn't invest it. But we have our bodies for the rest of our life. And so it is worth it to invest in it and maybe not get an immediate payoff in the way that we want with weight loss or weight change for that matter. But we still get some immediate payoff just by exercising today. So that's the first thought that I will offer. I'm investing in my body. Try it on and see how that feels for you. The next thought that I want to offer you when it comes to exercising and how to relate to exercise is my best health is ahead of me. What if this is true for you? What if your best health, what if the best shape you've ever been in your life is ahead of you? What if it is yet to happen? There are these ideas about physical peaks. And too often, we tell ourselves the story that we have already hit ours, whether it was in high school, whether it was when we were playing a college sport, whether it was something other than that. We can often look at our past and think, my physical best has already come and gone. But what if you're wrong about that? What if your best physical health, the best shape you've ever been in, is ahead of you? I choose to believe that that's true for me. I like to believe that I am so far from hitting mine that in fact it's going to be years and years and years and I'm just going to continue to get better and stronger and grow in ways that I never could have imagined. And when I envision a future where I am so much stronger and more capable than I am now, it makes the process today not so bad. Because I know there's so much more greatness to come that I can put in a workout and maybe it's not a great workout. Maybe I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe I didn't sleep well. Maybe I didn't feed myself enough for whatever reason. And it's just a crappy workout. I can say, but that's okay. 
because all of this is contributing to where I'm going to be in 10 years, which is going to be so beyond what I could ever imagine for myself. Or even in those moments when you are getting ready to exercise or it's time to do it, and maybe you don't want to because maybe you hate it. If you consider my best health is ahead of me, if that's true, how would I show up today? I'd show up by saying, all right, well, let's let's put in a little bit of work here because I got to work towards that version of me in 10 years that's going to be so much stronger and so much, so different in the way that I can move. A thought like this, that your best health is ahead of you, it puts you forward thinking rather than like, right now I'm exercising and it sucks. Like, yeah, when, when you're running or when you're doing a really hard workout, your body hurts and it does kind of suck in a way. But when you're thinking of what it will do for you in the future, that your capabilities are going to go above and beyond in the future, then having that future self in your mind's eye makes the hard not so hard. Because you're like, yeah, this might be hard now, but in a couple of years, this won't be hard for me. And I'm willing to do it now for the sake of that version of me that's going to be better than I can even imagine. The next thought that I will offer here, I hate this and that's okay. By thinking this, you are acknowledging your default brain pattern without resisting it and while still taking your desired action. If you can acknowledge, yeah, I hate this and that's okay. I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to allow myself to hate it. It's really compassionate because you are accepting yourself. You are accepting where you are and not trying to force yourself to be any different. You might not want to love exercise and maybe you don't right now. Give yourself some love now and know that it's okay. It's okay that you don't love it. If you want to do it, just hate it and do it anyway. When you can hate it and do it anyway, that's what starts to move you forward to overcome the mental blocks that are getting in the way. The key to learning to love exercise is sometimes to accept that you hate it first. And that's okay. Nothing is wrong with you that you hate exercise. That's okay. When you can accept that and say, all right, this is terrible and I hate this and it sucks and I'm still going to do it. Then the next time when your brain throws a fit, it's like, I hate this. You're like, oh, remember we did this last time. It's okay. I know you hate this, but that's okay. We're just going to keep doing it anyway. Now with these thoughts that I've offered here, new thoughts in our mind are like little baby plants. And when you have a little tender plant, you have to give it a lot of love and attention, meaning you have to pay attention to it sometimes every day to make sure that it has what it needs or else it will die. When we are establishing new thought patterns and trying on new ways of thinking, if you try on these thoughts and they feel good to you, then that means you have to keep practicing thinking them before they become more of an autopilot function. Otherwise, your brain's just going to go back to the default patterning because that is what it's good at. That's what it knows. That's what it's comfortable doing is thinking these same thoughts that cause you to just hate exercise. And so when you find a new thought that resonates with you, you must take time and measures to practice these thoughts, to remind your brain that they are available to you and to establish deeper roots. So that the more that you do that, the more that becomes the default patterning over the negative one that's currently going on in your mind. So with these thoughts that I've offered, if they resonate, find ways to remind yourself to think these things. Sticky notes, phone reminders, whatever it might be for you, 
put something into place to help remind your brain, oh yeah, remember, we can think this way and this feels better than the way we're currently thinking. So that's kind of the first piece that I want to offer here is that we have thoughts in our mind about exercise that can make it so much harder to exercise. Thus, if we can identify those thoughts and potentially shift and change them, it can make exercise not any less hard, but also kind of less hard because we've eliminated all of the mental drama that can make it so much harder. So that's the first piece. Now, the second tip that I want to offer here is in all of those moments when you really don't want to exercise, take the I don't want to with you. I think that there will always be a part of us that doesn't want to exercise, that doesn't want to work out. And for some of us, it's really intense and really prominent. And for others of us, it's not as loud anymore. But that also can change based on your day, your life, the phases that you're in. But I think that most of us can relate to having a work having a workout ahead of you and not wanting to do it. We don't want to exert ourselves. And I think that's very natural to how we are as humans. And that's okay. Again, nothing has gone wrong that we don't want to. But the trick in these situations is to take that, like, okay, I don't want to. And even envision like picking it up, putting it under your arm and bringing it with you out the door as you go. When you wait around to want to, I don't know that that day will ever fully come. And maybe it will sometimes, but it's not going to come enough to allow you to be consistent and to show up in the way that you want to. So assume that the not wanting to will never go away. You might never 100% want to work out and that's okay. So instead of fighting that part of you, just as I'm saying, don't fight the part that hates it. Instead of fighting the part that doesn't want to, just bring it along with you and just have it as a sidekick for your workout. The next piece that I will offer here is to not rely on motivation. And this ties back to the one I just said, where motivation is kind of like a friend that's really flaky. You know those friends where you make plans with and you're like, I really have no idea if they're going to show up. And so you're like, do I plan this for this person or do I try to accommodate, right? You just, you try to figure out how to work around the flaky friend. And I feel like the bottom line is just to be like, you know what? I'm just going to make plans. If they show up, great. If they don't, that's fine. And this is kind of the attitude that we can have with motivation that allows us to get over waiting for it is when we can say, sometimes motivation might be there. And if so, that's great. Like lucky us, it's our lucky day. We get to have that sidekick with us for our workout. But many times it won't be there. So don't wait for it to come before you exercise. It probably won't. So anticipate that it won't be there and plan accordingly. Decide what is going to drive you to do it anyway. We can just have no expectations of motivation. He's not a very reliable friend to have. So don't rely on motivation and instead just plan for it not to be there and decide again, what do I want to think instead? If I'm not feeling motivated, what can I think that puts me on the road to doing it anyway? Whether it's a thought that makes me feel really committed or really willing or really just like gritty, you're the one that gets to be in charge of that. If motivation's not there, then have a backup plan. The last tip that I will offer here for going from hating exercise to loving exercise is to eliminate some of the perfectionism. When it comes to physical activity, some really is better than none. Really. So even just like a five-minute walk can be very beneficial for a body and would be more so that way than if you didn't take that walk. Be really clear with your goal for exercising. 
Meaning, for example, sometimes when I go to the gym, my goal clearly that I set for myself is just to walk. Or sometimes I just tell myself my goal is just to move and stretch. That really is the goal. So then if I end up doing more, great. But if not, that's fine too. The goal isn't always to be the best or to set a personal best or to have a workout that goes exactly to plan. The goal is just to move. You will be better off regardless. And really, we are just trying to get ourselves to do a little bit more than just sit. A little bit more than nothing. A little bit more than not doing any type of movement. And I have another episode that can be really helpful with that. It's episode 101. It's called Habit Baseline. And I go into detail about how to set those baseline goals in a way that will allow you to work against that perfectionism that sometimes plagues us because we think our workouts should look exactly a certain way and we should hit exactly certain numbers or whatever it might be. And that can be pretty noisy when you're trying to work out. And sometimes you get into this all or nothing thinking like it needs to be perfect or nothing. And like I said, if you do nothing, that's just the only thing we're trying to avoid is doing nothing. Again, in the cases that we want to exercise, sometimes our bodies do need to do nothing. And that is a great thing. But let's say we do want to exercise more. Then the goal is to do more than nothing. So check out that episode 101. That is a great one to reference. But just get really clear with yourself about what your goal is when you are going to exercise, whether it's outside, whether it's at a gym, whether it's inside somewhere, be really clear. Like the goal is to get my heart rate to a certain point. The goal is to walk. The goal is to move my body continuously for X amount of time. I don't, I don't know what it might be for you, but just get clear about what it is. And so then when you can adjust that goal to a level that is digestible for you, then your brain isn't as inclined to be like, well, we didn't do it right. We didn't do enough. And maybe it will still offer those things, but you are in a place then to be able to say, nope, because we met our goal. Our goal was just to move today. So let me recap the tips that I have today to help you go from hating exercise to loving exercise. The first is to introduce your brain to some new lines of thinking. And I gave a couple of of examples, but there are a lot of different thoughts, obviously, that we could think that might be better than the ones that we're currently thinking, better in the way that they'll drive us to take the action we want to be taking. So consider what you're currently thinking and decide if you want to keep thinking it. And if you don't, then maybe try on some of the thoughts that I offered. I'm investing in my body. My best health is ahead of me. I hate this and that's okay. Try that on and see how that feels. And make sure that if that does feel good, that you practice those thoughts. It's important to do so. The next tip is to take the I don't want to with you. It's okay that you don't want to. That's not a problem. So just let yourself not want to and pick it up and bring it along. The next one is to not rely on motivation. A very flaky friend. And it's not a very helpful piece when it comes to learning to love exercise because it's just not around enough. So have a plan for when motivation isn't there. What do you want to do? What do you want to think? And how do you want to feel? Next is to eliminate perfectionism. Be really clear about what your goal is with your workouts and make it small enough to where it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just to go beyond the nothingness of no physical activity. And again, check out that episode 101 habit baseline. That one's a really good one when it comes to this kind of thing. So those are my tips for how to go from hating exercise to loving exercise. And really, it's okay if you hate it. If you want to do it, just let yourself hate it. And the more you can accept that you hate it, the easier it will become to love it. Don't fight that part of you. Okay? Get your bodies moving. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. 
Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.